listening to Dress to Kill Ministry. This message was recorded by one of our main speakers at our March 2023 D2K conference in Memphis, Tennessee. We pray this message blesses and encourages you to stand in faith for your needs and to walk in the fullness he has for you and your family. We look forward to seeing you at one of our next gatherings. The Bible says it like this with Sister Dorothy. We are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses. You know why we have people get up and witness and testify? To encourage your faith to believe that we, we got to offend. If you know anybody, I want to announce this tomorrow night. My sister Tasha, stand at your feet, my girl, for one second. She'll be testifying tomorrow night at 7 o'clock. Tremendous testimony of God's miracle work and power. Listen, don't tell, don't tell me he can't do it. It's the theme of the revival. Don't tell me he can't do it because it isn't a, something I've read about in a book or seen on TV. I've, 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 I've touched them. I've experienced it. They know, I've seen their lives. I've seen the goodness of God manifest. Amen. The, the song this morning, I would have fainted if the Bible says, if I would not have seen the goodness of God in the land of the living. God's going to allow you to listen, to see his goodness in this land. We know that there's healing there. We know that there's miracles there, but what God wants you to experience is me. He wants heaven to touch your earth and vessel. Amen. I thank the Lord. Yes, give the Lord a hand clap. Thank the Lord for my, my pastor friend at the service. Her and my father-in-law, and he's dealing with some major health issues right now. They've drove over a thousand miles to bring our the clothesline and the the, the, the um, things for Dress to Kill Ministry. And I appreciate the man and woman of God to take their time out and to drive all the way here to to be a part of the services and to help us. And they they pray for us at home, and that's our home church that we 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 operate underneath an umbrella uh, uh, through our ministry at home. And and we've been taught for years and raised up and sent out for God's glory. And I thank God for that. I honor her. And she's uh, she's just heard a few things. God's, listen, honey, I've been married 34 years in the fall. I've seen her in every situation you could think of. Life support for 21 days my father-in-law was on. She didn't get a chance to tell that testimony. She has many victories under her belt. Many, many victories. Amen. I thank God. I honor a woman of great, I, I mean, she is gifted in faith. If anybody, uh, she will be, her legacy will be left about the faith that she learned. She don't matter what, actually they thought she couldn't hear the reports when they would come in day after day after 21 days. And she'd say, well, praise the Lord. Then they're giving her, you know, that it's really bad. But because she believed God was going to raise him up and, and, and the evidence is he did. And we thank God for that. I'm going to um, give you a little backdrop read this text and pray and I'm going to take you to 2 Kings 5. In Luke 4, Jesus is just beginning his ministry. At 30 years old, we know he was tempted for 40 year for 40 days, I meant to say in the desert. And when he come out of the desert, amen, after the Holy Spirit, before he went in the desert, the Holy Spirit came upon him. He was tempted for 40 uh, days in the desert. When he come out of the desert, he went into the temple. He asked them to hand him the scroll. He, they gave him the scroll. He began to re, uh, read this part in Isaiah. 
He said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to those in captivity, to receive sight to the blind, to set at liberty those that are oppressed, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. So he comes out, he's getting ready, his ministry is getting ready to begin. And he begins to, 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 to God's setting the stage for his ministry. And they go on after he says this, the Bible says, I'm paraphrasing, they was all astonished at his words and his wisdom. And, 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 but then they started reasoning amongst themselves. Isn't this Joseph's son? They did, you know, don't we know him? See, familiarity, I couldn't spit the word out, breeds contention. You can't receive. That's why traveling people have a hard time receiving off of each other. We get familiar with each other. Isn't that Nora M.G.? Wasn't her brothers the drug addict? Wasn't her girl the one that was barren? You understand, we get too familiar. They got too familiar with them, and they wasn't able to receive from them. But what did he do? He was giving us the keys as the woman of God testified as she fronted the service. He was giving us the keys to receive our miracle. So what does he say? Now we're talking, he's, he's, he's right out from being the Holy Spirit. Come on, I'm right out of the 40 days, right out of the pronouncement in the temple. And then they start reasoning, and what does he say? He says, listen to this, two Gentiles, this is my text. I'm going to read this, pray, and take you through the story. Hold on, where am I at? I'm here. I'm in Luke 4, starting in 24. Jesus, this is red letter. Then he said, assuredly, I say to you, no prophet is accepted amongst his own country. But I tell you this but I tell you this, truly, there was many widows were in Israel when the days of famine, there was, 300, there was three, year, three and a half years, there was a severe famine. Elijah had prophesied that there would be a severe famine. So now he's, he's, Jesus is telling you, he said there was many widows in that time. He said, and there was three and a half years of famine, but only one. Listen, my word tonight is for you to become that only one. Listen, there was many widows. Just because you've had a death, just because you have a barren situation, just because you have a child on drugs, doesn't mean God's going to move. God doesn't move because you're in a, in a situation. God moves because you have faith. God moves nowhere outside of faith. And he, this is two Gentiles. These are not Israelites. These are not Jewish people. These are two Gentiles. He said there was many, many widows in the land when there was a severe, severe famine going on, but only one. How about Jesus in the New Testament? How, who wants to get Jesus' attention? He, they, the widow, there was one widow that got his attention out of many widows. Listen, you could be that one tonight. Listen to this. There was, many, there was many, but only one widow in that day when the heavens were shut up 
for three years and six months. There was such a great famine throughout the land. You can be in, in Memphis, you can be in Arizona, Wyoming, Calip, wherever you've come in from, Baltimore, New York, we got them all over. And your town might be in devastation, chaos, all, everything you could imagine is going on in your city. And this feels like the heavens is shut up. There's a famine in the land. What is a famine? When we're desperate, there's a lack. Is there a lack in your city? Because I just come from little old Chester, Virginia. Uh, you know, it, it might not be much you, but there's a famine. There's some stuff going on. There's chaos in the town. But listen, right in the middle of that chaos, when the heavens were shut up, she was able to open heaven and bring an aim into her earth and vessel. Amen. I'm come here to tell somebody that we're able to access heaven with faith. Faith, listen, prayer is the, is the vehicle that brings heaven down to our earth and vessels. And then God was giving us the keys. He was telling us who was able to get in. Listen to this. There was only one. Out of all them widows, he said, but only one of them, Elijah, I'm sending you only to her, the widow from Zarephath. She had no name. She was poor. But all he said, a widow from Zarephath. And, 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 and the woman was a widow. And then listen to this. There was many leopards. We're in Israel at that time when, the, when Elijah the prophet was there. But only one was clean his name was Naaman a Sumerian that's the story I'm getting ready to take you to but listen to what I, I'm gonna pray father I thank you right now father that I feel your presence and your power I thank you for your anointing God I feel it in the room the miracle workers in the room I feel the presence of God is swept in here I decree and declare that every ear will be open and every heart will prepare be able to perceive in Jesus name God gave the example of two Gentiles one little poor widow woman that ain't, didn't even have a name that her and her son I'm going to paraphrase her story because I'm going to name name it the prophet came to her and he said God said go to Zarephath there's one there that when, when you get there he's God he said I, I've commanded her to take care of you and amen and, and she's going to be able to sustain you through this famine so uh, the prophet Elijah goes to Zarephath here's a little woman picking up some sticks he said you got any water for me and she said, yes. She went to go get it. He said, hold on. He said, bring me back a piece of cake. She said, oh, no. Hold on. Now you're asking for too much. I was going to give you a little water. But he, she said, I, was, I only got a little bit of flour left, a little bit of oil. I was going to make me and my son a cake. And we was going to die. But God said, God said, he said, if you'll make it for me first, See, obey, you got to see what they've done to receive their miracle. Does it make sense? Give away to receive? See, that your miracle, what God's instructions might be for your miracle, if you got to reason it out in your natural mind, you'll never be able to receive what God has for you. But if you'll just obey by faith, 
If you'll just, if you'll just take the word of God, God said, my children know my voice and as strangers, they won't follow. It ain't just about the pastor or the worship team. Amen. It's about you. God speaks to you women. God, the spirit of God is speaking. God's been speaking these last few services. And he said, if you'll go. So you know what she done? She went and she made him a little cake. She get in, in the, and in, in Elijah, when she obeyed, he began to prophesy. He said, your flower will never run empty. Your cruise of oil will never run dry. And there was an endless supply. God said, if we would seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, all these things will be added unto you. You're trying to take care of yourself, but if you'll take care of somebody else, amen, when my girl was pronounced barren and we flew every hospital, every doctor, we Googled every, the highest, we flew papers to Israel, and amen, and God began to speak to me in the darkest day of our situation. He said, he said, you go tell her to start a page and start ministering to somebody else. And I called her, I said, my girl, God said, we got to start. I said, we got to help everybody. There's so many barren women amongst us. We got to help them. She was in the fetal position in the bed with the blankets over her head. She said, mom, you're going to have to get a hold of somebody else. My little friend Kitty's here with her miracles. Amen. After seven years, she said, get a hold of Kitty, mom. She said, I ain't able to do this. She said, I can't do it. I said, okay, honey. And this vision of this page, at the time there was no pages. Nobody was even speaking about it. If you was barren, you didn't let on. You know, you just keep it amongst yourself. Anyways, and we had just come home from a failed IVF after several other times. And uh, she calls me, mom. I said, yeah, my girl. She said, I'm getting the page up, Mom. She said, God is going to use it. And she began to get the page up and going. And they started from all over the country messaging us. And I would weep over these girls and I would pray for these girls. See, I was taking my little bit of cake that I wanted for me and my daughter. I wanted to eat my cake and die. We wanted to die. But God said, if you'll just give me. All we had was a little bit. We was broken. We was discouraged. It was in the, the heat of the battle. He said, start reaching out. So then, then they would put their names up. And, it, and then this page started getting bigger and bigger. And all across from every breed, seed started getting on. And we began to pour out and pour out. And you know what? He began to pour in and pour in. And it never ran dry. The anointing, the more we gave out, every time we got a discouraging report, Every time we come home, we flew here, it didn't work. We went there, it didn't work. This treatment didn't work. This procedure didn't work. She'd get on and she'd begin to prophesy. She began to tell him, we're going to get these babies. Nobody left behind. Not only am I getting mine, you're getting yours. And as we get, we just dip in. It never run dry. 
it never run dry. And we made a promise on that page. Nobody left behind. As long as there's breath in our body, we're going to pray and believe for each and every one of you. Amen. That God would fill your womb. And listen, God was filling wounds. We would go off on revival. And God would, would do the miraculous. We couldn't do nothing, but God done it. And it's th 30 days, they would call me. Um, after 11 years, people would, 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 they couldn't get expecting. They was expecting after 30 days. And you know how discouraging it was? When you didn't have your miracle, and you wasn't seeing everybody else constantly. We were, there was an anointing on the ministry for people to have children. And every time we would, I was excited for them. Naturally, we was praying for them. We wanted it. But to have to come home. But the oil never run dry. Every time we needed it, that river, that flow just kept flowing. So this little woman gave what she had. And God said, until the rain comes, you'll have the supply constantly. And then we got our, we're going to go to. Turn with me to 2 Kings 5, and this is where I'm going to take you through Kit Naaman's story. Naaman, this is the two people, the widow from Zarephath and Naaman the leper. Now Naaman, in verse, five, first, uh, verse, in verse 5, Naaman, the commander of the army of the king of Syria, was a great man, an honorable man, in the eyes of his master, because the Lord had gave him victory over Naaman at that time. The commentary said he was the, the most strongest military force on the planet. He had conquered Israel. He had conquered every surrounding city and area. Naaman had it together. Naaman was able to do great and mighty things. I mean, look at his, what is it, his legacy he's leaving. He was great. He was honorable. He was victorious in all battles. He was a mighty man. But listen, but Naaman had leprosy. The little widow woman was poor, no name. Naaman had a very uh, prestigious name. Naaman had the finances. Naaman had the position. Naaman had anything in the natural it would have took to get a miracle. And when Naaman, Miriam mentioned this morning about uh, Esther hiding the secret, and she didn't know, but God had showed me that about Naaman. Naaman could go out in public, and he had his armor on, and nobody knew the private battle. See, nobody knows the private battle. We're all good at putting on the armor. Rather, your armor would be your Facebook, your makeup, your family. We all got the perfect face for the public. But there was this Naaman was conquering. The leprosy was an incurable disease. And it was a disease that ate you from the inside out. And after so long, fingers would start falling off, noses would fall off, ears. Is, but, 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 but the armor hid the leprosy. The leprosy would be your situation. You're trying to keep it together with the drug addict family member, with the barren wife, with the child that wants to get married, that ain't got married yet. You don't want to look the part 
of the lepers that you're being ate up with the situation. So we got to make sure to put on our face and our armor to come out into public, right? But there is people that sees behind the scene. You understand? Listen to this. I feel the power of God in here. And listen, when I went out from, from Syria to conquer the, the other areas, they captured a little young girl from the land of Israel. I brought her home. She waited on me and my wife. So they was, when they was conquering Israel, Israel was in sin at the time, and Syria conquered her. They, they took one of the uh, Jewish girls, and they, he brought them home, and she waited on her, him and, uh, and his wife. But when you're in the house, right, when you're in the house, you see behind the armor. You understand? When you're in the house, and so this girl, and you, you know what I loved about her? You ever heard the expression, it ain't what you know, it's who you know. She knew somebody that Naaman didn't know. I know somebody that some of you might not know, but I come to tell you, she's seen when the armor come off. When she was cleaning up, she might have seen, let me get gross, a finger laying, uh, you know, a body part. She's seen the, the bloody rags. She's seen the mess behind the scenes. So when she did... Wouldn't you have been bitter? This is a young girl took from her family, took as a slave to wait on Naaman and his wife. But when you got the, when God positions you somewhere, when God, listen, I was in hospital rooms, but God positioned me there. I was, listen, I, God is God. I don't care what position I'm in. If I'm broke, he's a provider. If I'm sick, he's a healer. It don't matter where I am, he's God all by himself. But her position didn't change who she was. So she says to her mistress, which was Naaman's wife, she said, oh, I see what's going on. If Naaman could ever get to Israel, there's a prophet in Israel that can heal Naaman. Right? Listen to this. Now, imagine what kind of influence they had to even listen to her. But you know what? They knew, and this is where I was at. They knew there comes a point in your situation, ladies, that whatever you're dealing with, when you know that at this point, if God don't intervene, it is not getting done. You understand me? She's seen the decay in Naaman. She, got, she knew that either Naaman was going to get a healing from the God of Israel or Naaman wasn't going to make it. Some of you have flew here. Some of you have drove here. You might have come from three miles up the road. But you know that at this point, if God don't do it, it ain't getting done. My money can't do it. The, the, my, my, my prestige can't do it. My position can't do it. But I know a God in heaven that can do exceedingly and abundantly. After, not what I told this a lot of times, after the, my girl got expected on the seventh IVF, which will preach, on the fifth IVF, 
at another facility. I said, what does people do after five times? She said, we don't know. We don't see that the doctor was a woman at that time. We don't see it. Nobody comes after five times. I said, what do you mean? She said, after a few times, they give up. I'm talking about being that only that one, that one. That one widow, that one leopard, that one barren person, that one lonely person, that one grieving person. I said, they give up? Yeah, they give up. Go different avenues. So, now by this time, we goes to the 6th IVF, where that was in this city, and I don't want to go too much because I don't know if Mary's going to mention it tomorrow, where they physically threw us out of the office in this city. They physically said, we don't need you or your money or waste your time or mine. They took her out for get blood work. I thought they was going to do something great and wonderful for us. And he said, why are you here? I said, I'm here to get some help. They said, you're the best. He said, I've got your papers in front of me. You've been to the best. He said, why? What do you think I could do for you that nobody else has been able to do? And she was out getting blood work. She'd come back in. I'm, I can't, I'm melting. And uh, this time, have you ever had such bad news that you lose your hearing and your vision? My vision went blurry and my hearing, I could see his mouth moving, but I couldn't hear. And I starts melting off this chair and she come back in. She says, everything all right, mom? And I can't even speak to say, I was like, I think we better go. Where they physically kicked us out of the office. <laughs> and she, at that point, you know that you know that if God don't move, it ain't getting done. You understand what I'm trying to tell you? This is where Naaman was at. He could only wear the armor. so You can only keep the disguise going so long. You can only pretend like you got it together when you don't have it together for so long. It all starts unraveling. You understand the phony face, the, the, the body language? It only can go so long. You're trying to keep it all, hide it all, pretend it all, and continue going. And this is where he was at. Listen, so when he heard it, she said, if only my master was to get to a prophet in Samaria, Samaria was Israel, for they would heal him of his leprosy. So Naaman went to the king, and he said to the king, this little girl that we have captured from Israel said, if you go, and so the king said, listen to this, if you go to Israel, you'll be healed. And the king said to Naaman, the king, I mean, he doesn't want to lose the greatest guy, general on the planet, He's like, my God, somebody can help us. He doesn't want to lose his prized possession, which is Naaman. So the king says to Naaman, go now. Now. We can't wait till tomorrow. We can't wait till next revival. Now something's got to happen or Naaman ain't going to make it. You understand? The king said, go now. Don't wait. Go now. Now we got to get him. Uh, something's got to break in this. So Naaman goes to the king. Listen to this. So Naaman goes now, and I will, he said, and the king said, I will send you letters to Israel. 
He departed and took with him. When I read you all this, I'm going to tell you how much it means. Go to the king. I depart now. I took with me 10 talents of silver, 6,000 shekels of gold, 10 uh, changes of clothing. And he brought with him letters from the from the king to Israel. And the commentary said it was the equivalent of $3 million. Not only $3 million, there's got, he's got letters written that says, we want Naaman healed at all costs, okay? So they goes to the king of Israel, and they gives him the letters. And what does the king of Israel say? Listen to this. And it happened as the king of Israel read the letter. He tore his, his clothes. He said, am I God that I could kill or that I could make alive? This man sent me these letters for Naaman's healing on leprosy only to start another fight with Israel to destroy us. Am I God? Listen, a king. He said, we do not have the power to make alive. We don't have the power to keep somebody, to kill somebody, or to, to, to keep somebody alive. The king ran his, he said, this just must be a setup for them to want to come and destroy us one more time. And when Elijah heard that the king rent his garments, and the king was so distraught, he said, you send Naaman to me. See, the little servant girl didn't tell her to go to the king. See, at that time, they didn't have a Bible. They didn't have pastors. They didn't have churches. All they had was prophets that would speak the word of God. That's how they heard the word of God. See, we, we were living in a day and hour. We, we've got Bibles galore. We're selling them back there. We, you know, uses, we buy, people speaking the word. We're hearing the word. But all they had was a man of God. And if the man of God spoke the word, talk about banking on it. So listen to this. So that when Elijah said to the king, send them here. Listen to this. So when Elijah, the man of God, heard that the king of Israel had rent his clothes, he said to the king, why are you tearing your clothes? Please let him come to me, and he shall know that there is a prophet in Israel. Honey, when God's done with you, you're going to know that there's a God in heaven. Listen, my husband has been a beautiful man and been in church and that, but not real pressed in or, or really, you know, involved in, like just went to church, but not had a personal relationship. When my babies was born, our miracle, my husband's world has been turned upside down. He, we is a worshiper. He's been reading his Bible. He knows that we've been in touch with a God in heaven. It has transformed his life. I would have served God if I'd ever got the babies or not got the babies. I, I would have, God knows, and I'm not boasting, I'm testifying. I'd assert it would have never, I'm thankful, but it would not like my sister Dorothy say, though he slay me, I'd have still served him. But when my, when my husband got, when we knew that he knew that there was a God, we didn't just attend church. He come and encounter with a God in heaven that was able to do exceedingly and abundantly anything we could have thought or asked. So listen to this. So they'll know, he will know that there is a prophet in Israel. So Naaman went, listen to this. Naaman went with his chariots, and he stood outside of the door of Elijah. Naaman went with his whole entourage. 
They had chariots packed with stuff. Uh, people, I mean, you can't even imagine. You talk about a parade. Naaman shows up in front of Elijah's house with a parade with $3 million and every type of letter and, and everything you could ever imagine. Imagine, listen to this. So when Naaman shows up, Elijah won't even come to the door. He sends a messenger. <laughs> Send a messenger. Are you, did, does Elijah not know that Naaman's outside? Whoever you would think is prestige to you, whoever you would really want to meet, whoever you think would be it, all that I'll say in a bag of potato chips, comes to the door. He don't even come to the door. He just sent the word. See, God's just sending his word. He's sending his word out to you. The Bible says, my word will not go out void, but it'll go forth and it'll accomplish that what it was sent for to do. He, so he says to himself, listen. He said, I, he said, he would surely, he said, I said to myself, I thought to myself, I said to myself, he would have surely come out, stood before me, called upon his God, the Lord, his God, and he would have said, listen to this, waved his hand over the place where the disease was, over the place, and the leprosy would be healed. See, if the miracle don't come like we thought, you understand, honey, I'm going to be honest with you. I was as saved and sanctified then at the beginning of my miracle 10 years ago as I am now. I'm not saying I'm not growing in God, but spiritually standing. And I thought I would go up. We, there's a, a doctor that all the travelers deal with, and I would, not be, I would not be exaggerating by saying we know multiple, multiple, multiple people that went to this certain doctor, got a healing. I thought to myself, we'll go, we'll get the healing, come home. And my, the doctor lived up by my sister, lives 250 miles from me. She lives in Delaware, and the doctor was in Jersey, and my sister only lived. Uh, so we went up and was kind of like living in my sister's house, being my girl. My son-in-law would come back and forth. And, and, and I thought, everybody else got it that way. I would go up there, spend the year, get straightened out, come home and live happily ever after. That's what I thought. And when I, when I didn't get it that way, and the doctor come in after a year, and he said, he was, the doctor is my first cousin, is Janie uh, Evans. The doctor and Janie are like, she goes to his weddings. The, the, all the nurses come to her stuff. They're like their family. They're, so when I went in, my cousin Janie brought me, and she was like, doctor, check, this is my cousin. Like, I mean, if anybody's going to get special treatment, I'm going to get it. You understand? Dr. Check, the prices was a strong, you know, I'll, uh, Dr. Check, this is my, we're like sisters. This is my cousin. This is the one we're going to take care of. If nobody gets took care of, they'll get taken care of. Yet, and he called her Jan Janie. You know, her name's Janie. Janie, you know him. No, she said, Dr. Check, I don't know if you're getting it. 
this ain't everybody else I brought here. This is my cousin. We're like sisters. You understand? I needed special treatment. And a year goes by, and he does everything. And like I said, I was getting special prices. I was getting everything special. And he'd come back in. He, when we first, the first visit, he told us it would be a small tweak. We'd be on our way. He said, I got a healthy. He said, my girl was 22 years old. My son-in-law was uh, 27 or 8, however old he was. He, was in a, he said, listen, I got a healthy 22-year-old. I got a healthy 28-year-old. He, he screened both of them. He said, honey, I'm going to do a few tweaks, and you're, you'll be out of here and on your way. I said, that's what I wanted to hear. No problem. Tweak it, and we're done. I was like, see, I told you, daughter, I got, this is all right. Mom prayed, this is all the Lord, that God sent us here, it's going to be fine. And that's the God's truth. Before God, that's the truth. Just start doing this. Oh, this ain't working. Hold on, we're going to do this. This ain't working. So the year goes by and he comes in. And he said, honey, I don't know what to tell you, but you, it's looking bad. I said, what, do you, what happened to the tweak? You said we was going to tweak some. I'm tweaking and it ain't working. So I jumps up. I said, I want all my daughter's papers and reports. I'm out of here. I'm like, you're an idiot. I got to get to somebody smart. See, he wanted it my way. You understand? Wanted it my way. But honey, when I got done, it was God's way. And what you don't know in the position you're in right now, is God's way is so much better than your way. Yahweh has a way. The Bible says there's a way that seemeth right unto man, but the end therein is destruction, but God's got a way. And the, I had a woman of God tell me when we was going through all this, no, not one bit of it will be wasted. I thought, I want to hurt you right now. Are you kidding me? But God didn't waste none of that disappointment, none of that. He had to get out of us my way, my thoughts, how it's going to be, how special I am. How I, how I, are you kidding me? I was like, Naaman, you're, you're going to come in here and tell me? But listen, listen to what happened. Naaman almost got himself talked out of his miracle because it wasn't his way. So they, 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 he says, why would I clean? Why would I go dip seven times in the dirty Jordan? When the where I've come from is clean, crystal clear waters. See God's ways. Does it make sense? Get in dirty water to be clean. You and your son's gonna die. Give me your food, and you're gonna live. See, see what I'm trying to say. It don't make sense. It don't make sense. So he says, I'm going home. Like myself, when I jumped up in the middle of Jack's office and screamed the place, give me my papers, I'm out of here. The woman followed me out the door, Nor, whatever you do, Nor, don't give up. They knew us, we was there for a year. Oh, I said, yeah, just let me out of here. Naaman said, I'm out of here. You're, you're going to tell me to go dip in a dirty Jordan when I've come from clean waters? You didn't even come out to me and wave your hand over and do whatever spiritual thing I thought you was going to do. And the little servant said, Naaman, 
if it had told you to do something great, Naaman, you'd have done it. But because, see, the Bible says it's so easy, a child could lead the way. We want to over-spiritualize it. We want to make it so, listen, I've seen preachers make it so far-fetched. How could anybody reach that where? It's so easy. Listen, you're sitting there in your seat. It's obtainable for you. It's not that hard. It only takes a mustard seed of faith. It only takes a little bit of faith in God and believe in the word. See, so he says, so the little servant said, another servant, see, all through this, God kept sending servants, not no big, this little servant's to direct Naaman. So he gets mad and he's going to leave. And he says, Naaman, if he told you to do something great, you'd have done it, Naaman. Just obey. And guess what? Naaman finally surrendered. Stand to your feet. I'm getting ready to close. And as Naaman began to surrender, Naaman leaves. Come on, girls, up to this music. Naaman leaves, and he goes down to the Jordan. And this is just NORMG's revelation. You preach and you preach how you want to preach it. I'm telling you how I see it. Naaman goes, and Naaman starts dipping. And Naaman comes up, and Naaman's all full of leprosy. Maybe not getting any better. So Naaman dips again. See, that's what happened with us. We kept dipping only to come up and have the situation still looking the same. Naaman wasn't looking any better on the fifth dip than he did on the first dip. You get it? We kept dipping. Fly here. We dipped over here. Fly here. We dipped here. Fly over here. We're going to dip here. But all of a sudden, seven represents God's completion. God's going to complete some things in this house tonight. You've been dipping. What did Elijah tell the servant? Go look. He said, I don't see nothing. Go look. I don't see nothing. But on the seventh time, abundance of rain. I hear the sound of abundance of rain. I must see. Start a little bit. So he dips and he comes up on the seventh time. But what made Naaman and what made the widow from Zarephath get their miracle? They wasn't churchy enough to get their miracle, they wasn't good enough to get their miracle. But what they both had in common, I don't care how wealthy you are, and I don't care how poor you are, God don't look at none of that. The Bible says man looks on the outward, but God looks at the heart. See, God wasn't impressed. I was in ministry. I was, I was doing for God. I was doing all these same conferences, having hundreds and hundreds. My sister was with us, hundreds and hundreds of people coming from all over. He wasn't impressed with that. When you strip off all that, whatever who you are, see the Bible says that our traditions, man's traditions, causes the word of God to be of no effect. When I stripped off who I was, what I was, what title, and I hate to even say that, it's latching. And you don't even realize it when you're in the, that mode at the time. But you got an, a, 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 your own idea of yourself but when you get down to, to, to and you're on your sixth time and you're like God 
I'm going to dip one more time. And you begin to humble yourself and obey the word of God. And you dip that last time because you know that either it's going to come up and there's going to be some change in the situation. Give the Lord a hand clap. You flew to this service, not even maybe, but anywhere. You went to this church. You went to this person. You went to that person. God's saying, listen, in the year, and I prefer, I'm prophesying now. God told me in this year, 23, God was going to complete some things. God was going to do, some of you have seen your faces all over the country. I know you've been everywhere and done everything. I did too. But one thing I determined, I said, God, listen, no matter what, I'm not giving up. I, if I die in the process, that'll suit me just fine. But if I'd have been 110 years old and my girl could have been 80, I'd have still been believing that God was going to cause that womb to be, to be to birth forth. And now I got my two beautiful babies. And imagine if I'd have let my frustration and my pride. See, relig my religious pride. I thought if he was going to move for anybody quickly, he'd move for me. I know all the steps. I've, sp I've spent so much time reading spiritual warfare books that you couldn't even imagine. Because before we had iPads, I'd have uh, 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 Tupperware cases and cases of spiritual warfare books. I knew all the ways to pray. I knew all the things to, to do. But honey, let me tell you something. When I got to the point that nothing else but God, but God, but God, you might be in a but God situation tonight. God, I fasted, I've prayed, I've went to this one, I've went to that one, I've went to this. But God's saying one more time. One more time. One more time, Cass. Remember when they, they, they fished all night? And I am getting ready to wrap it up, I promise you. My mother-in-law, when we started this battle, she said, God said that you're going you're gonna, to you're gonna toil. We toiled all night, toiled, toiled, 10 years toiled. But she said, there'll be one time you're going to cast that net. Remember that? Over that boat. And she said, you're going to bring in abundance, never dreaming that it would be two. She said, you're going to bring in abundance. And you know what? You toiled, you've toiled. But I'm telling you, the man that heard the abundance, I'm telling you, if you'll just one more time. And I listen, I'm not giving you false hope. I'm a living example. We had these women of God stand up and testify because they're living examples that they choose to be the, 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 the one instead of being in a mental breakdown and us visiting her in a mental institution amen she's the one to come back and the the heel of her heel has bruised the head of the enemy her and her daughter double they might have called you job baby because you're getting double for all your trouble yeah we are job but when we come back we're going to carry our double was it by chance that Benny's 22 when you're getting your double? These altars are open. Come on, that one more time. I might have not have been like you wanted it. Might have been up, you might have been down a thousand times. Come one more time. Cast on the other side one more time. 
These altars are open.